Hello and welcome. You're listening to Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast between dads and their kids about games, movies, serial killers, or serial cleaners. Whoa, hold up. Not a killer, a cleaner. Serial cleaners and everything in between. I'm going to stop that right now. I am your host, Michael Masick. This is episode 13, and joining me is my wonderful co-host, Jaden. Hi, everybody. How do you re- are doing? How do we recover? I'm sorry to cut you off, but how do we recover from serial killers? Dang, I don't even know. This is not a show about serial killers. No, it's if not. you want that, you need to go watch like America's Most Wanted or yeah. um, you know, Cops, Anyways, the cop show from the know. 90s. Do they still have the cop show? <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, this is Dad's Gaming Corner. I'm episode your 13. Episode Jayden, 13. Episode 13, yeah. Title of today's episode is Indiana Games and the Raiders of the Game Awards. That is the title. We're going to be talking about indie games. Yep. Yeah. Lots of good ones out there. Can, uh, you, can you still watch Cops? No, no, but they have a thing what? called Live PD. Oh, yeah, no, but they have a thing called Live PD, um, and they go, like, different um, places all over the country, and they Why are we still forth. talking about it's really this? Because I'm curious, and I'm just kind of curious. So, so, so we have a special guest joining us today. Um, some know him as... I call him Uncle Johnny. I call him my uncle. I call him my baby Bubba, or my baby brother, or my little brother. I love so much. Yeah. So, um, Johnny. This is Johnny. <laughs> I'm, like I'm 27. So. You're, you're 47. 27. It's I like you said 47. Yeah. You feel like you're 40. Well, yeah. So Johnny, I'm just going to say right now. I'm sure he's going to talk about it a little bit later. But Johnny just got a switch today. Three Congrats. years. You know, he's three years late to the party, know, but he yeah. does have a switch, and uh, for his little. Uh, I did hit the microphone. I was. <laughs> yeah, so pre-show, we're talking to Johnny about what to do, what not to do, and uh, J- Jaden's saying that I hit the microphone every single time. I'm like, no, I don't, and then I do just it goes hit the microphone. the mic just now. Anyway, you're about three years late to the party and buying a Switch, yeah. but at least you bought a Switch. Yeah, hey, I am. Finally arrived. Guys. But the avatar he picked, uh, you know, you have those pre-Nintendo characters. It's yeah. that really old guy. What game? Do you know what I, game that's from? I do, you know what? I'm ashamed to say I don't know. He's an awesome looking guy. Like he's all bent over and everything. It's he's got glasses on. He reminds me of the. I, I know it's not him, but he reminds me of the guy from Luigi's Mansion, the professor. Um, I need, but it's not him. I need to look at it a little bit better. So anyway, hey, I'm pulling it up right now. If you want to look at it, uh, you can. So just uh, if you're listening to the show, still thank you. Oh, you know what? He it looks like he's from Splatoon. Splatoon. Yes, he should be from Splatoon. Or yeah, 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 yeah Splatoon. Splatoon makes the most sense. Yeah. While Jaden's looking that look up, kind of like a squid. Kind of squ- what? Okay. What? Anyway, he be does. Sure, <laughs> be sure to follow us on everything we talk about and uh, updates we give out on Twitter at Dad's GC, as well as follow us on Facebook.com at Dad's Gaming Corner. And as always, we'd love to hear from you personally. So drop us a line at Hey Dad at Dad's Gaming So before we jump into the news and our main topic for today's show, um, what has everyone been up to? We've all been quarantined at home, yeah, because of uh, you know COVID nineteen going around. So uh, what's up? What are y'all doing? Do you want me to start? I'll start. Sure, I'll start go ahead off. and start. Uh, well, you know, you know, I've been stuck at home a lot, so mm-hmm. you know, spending lots of time on the Switch because bored all the time. Um, yeah, so I'll be playing. Um, you know, I did, we just got Animal Crossing. Now I know we talked about this a couple shows or last show, last, I guess. Last show, yeah, last uh, week show. So I got this game about a week ago, probably. So, you know, I've been uh, keeping up with that game, trying to keep up with the rest of the family, you know. A couple of them are ahead of me, so I'm trying to catch up. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. But, you know, that's that's what I've been playing. Yeah, but you know who's ahead of all of us? You. No, Mommy. She is not. Well, really. no, I take it back. I am a little bit ahead. But I want to see the hours because I... I just looked at mine. I have 50 or more. 
You get 50 or more. So here's the funny thing. If y'all listened to last week's episode, we were talking to Melissa, you know, uh, my wife, their mom, about not, not our mom. About no, no, no. You, you and the kids. My mom, my sister in law. Yeah, that, yeah. that was implied. I think Johnny's sister in law. Anywho, about <laughs> being a gamer or not. And last week's episode, she went back and forth on I'm not a gamer, and we were saying you are a gamer. Well, I, I, you know, we recorded the show. I don't remember what day it was, but um. We were, I think it was Tuesday. We were nine days into the release of Animal Crossing. Only eight actual days that she had been playing. And uh, the day before that, so right at seven days, we were talking to some friends of ours from church, and we were, I was telling them that um, I think she's put in at least a good solid, you know, 15, 20 hours. And Jaden, yeah. you agreed. Mm-hmm. Well, the very next day, I checked her, you know, she played it for a full week. So I checked it, and her log said 40 hours or more. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Melissa thought I was exaggerating saying that she'd been playing for 15 to 20 hours when in reality she'd been playing double of what I thought she had been playing. Well, how long has it been out? A week. I mean, <laughs> I mean, where we are now, it's been a right. week and a half, so right. 10 right. days, time, roughly, yeah. roughly awesome. 10 days. But uh, yeah, so she's totally turned into a gamer, which yes. I love. This is the entry drug to get her into something else. Entry uh, game to get her into something else. Gateway I don't game. think she's going to. I don't know. Jay. I don't think this automatically makes her into games. You're Maybe probably, you're, you're probably right, but as far as Animal Crossing goes, she's in, she's, she's yeah. underwater. Like okay. she's, yeah, she's lost it. So anyway, uh, so you've been doing lots of Animal Crossing. Uh, I've been doing a lot of Animal Crossing, so I won't talk about that at all because you're, you're, you're playing it. Um, yes. There is a new event that's going on right now up yes. until April 12th, and I think it's called Bunny Day. Yes, Bunny Day. Bunny Day. Bunny Day. I yeah. personally... Mm-hmm. Don't like it because I'll be trying to fish and an egg comes Ooh. up or I'll be cutting down trees mm. and an egg pops out. I got something to say about that fishing. Um, okay. Can we just pause on the whole bunny day thing? Um, uh, okay. So, so March 30, oh, hold on, hold on. March 31st, March 31st marked the end of oh. the first season in Animal Crossing. And uh, just like in, like in the real world, there are certain animals and, in, in, you know, insects, fish and everything else that you can only find during certain certain seasons, depending on which part of the world you're in, like Northern Hemisphere or Southern Hemisphere. Well, March 31st marked the end of the season <clears throat> in Animal Crossing, excuse me. Yeah. And so there were uh, uh, there was one butterfly and, I don't know, four or five, five, five different kinds of fish you had to catch. Well, I had everything but the string fish. Same. And, I w- I, the string fish. and we talked about it. I, I made and used over 150 fish bait. I think 150, yeah, between 140 and 150 would be a conservative guess on how many fish baits I used to catch that that stinking fish. I think which I did catch, and then I took a I, I took an image of it, a, a picture, and I recorded a video of it. And I'm going to keep that video. I'm going to post it on my wall somewhere in real <laughs> life because that thing was hard to get. It did take. And then Jaden goes the very next well, well, morning. Okay, I guess first, that was the thirtieth that I was doing that. The first time I I caught it three times actually oh. in, a span, in a span of two days. The first time I caught it, I spent. Two mornings? No, no. I spent um, over three hours trying to catch that. I spent a fish. long time. I spent a couple mornings and then a couple evenings trying to catch it. Just I think fishing. I I used just like a hundred. Expect the wild. I probably days. used close to one hundred and fifteen baits, <laughs> just trying to catch this fish. And that's the first time I got it. So I finally got it. Right. Right. I put it in the museum, and then I go back to catch um, like uh, the golden the golden trout because you know they're in the same area. So I go back to catch that. I got I got some fish bait with me. And I put some fish bait in, and it's a big fish. The big shadow comes up. I'm like, okay. So I put my fish pole in there. Right. And another string fish comes out. So that's my second one. 
Then the next day, I go back over there just to see if I can catch anything. Just casually strolling along I, the beach. As soon as I walk up, I didn't even have to put any fish bait. There was just a big shadow there. So I put my, I, 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 you know, I cast my thingy. And then one comes out of the water. So that was three. I got three it's of ridiculous. them. I got it's one in my house, one in the museum. I, I literally grinded for, uh, I don't know, at least three hours. Because yeah. we were watching uh, Home Improvement as a family. And I was, I was trying to catch it during that. And then everyone goes to bed. And I stayed up. <laughs> yeah, it was at least three hours. Till at least like eleven. It was. I, I caught it around eleven. I caught it around eleven fifteen that night. Eleven fifteen. Yeah, it was. It was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It was that, crazy. That game gave me way too many flashbacks of playing WoW back in the day <laughs> and grinding to try to catch oh something rare. Goodness. Or at least in, in, in over WoW, you over. could bot. You know, you could just put your fishing bot in there and catch a bunch yeah. of junk and then catch the one or two things that really matter. So anyway, Johnny, what have you been up to? Um. Well, definitely been spending a lot more time home. Uh, as far as gaming, I've. Definitely been playing the most of League of Legends on PC. Uh, most of my games I play are, are on PC. Um, now that I have the Switch, we'll see if I start transitioning. Oh, you will transition. Yeah, we'll see. He's going to make you. <laughs> well, I have a choice. I've already that. made you buy yeah. games. We'll talk about um, that later, but anyway. But yeah, mostly League of Legends and then some Total War games. Mostly Rome 2. Um, You've been into um, League of Legends for a long time, like almost since launch. Yeah, I think I started season... Three or four. I think it was three. I've been playing for, for about reason, five years. In my head. Yeah, yeah, you've been playing for a while. Yeah, finally getting decent at the game. Only took a few years, but <laughs> not bottom part anymore. Well, for yes. everyone listening, Animal Crossing is a Switch exclusive. It's rated E for everyone, um, unless you create some of those scenes that we talked about last week. Yeah, it was, was kind of uh, odd. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, I just want to add one other note on there. Uh-huh. Uh, League of Legends is a PC exclusive. Well, PC and Mac. So both League of Legends and uh, Total War Rome 2 that you're playing, mm-hmm. both of those games, not yet you can't. They're <laughs> um, bringing everything to Switch. Let's just be yeah, honest. It's going to be crazy. Like, it's getting crazy how many games are just porting to Switch. Anyway, but both uh, Total War Rome 2 and League of Legends are both on PC. Yeah. PC and Mac. So, and they're both rated T for teen. So, Jaden, you can play those games. That's cool. I would let you play those games. Thank you. Um, I am still watching Cowboy Bebop. Um, I'm, so I'm a little confused because I really like this show, but then there's episodes that just don't make a lot of sense. Uh, it has a TV rating of 14 if you look in iTunes and other things. Common Sense Media also gives it a rating of 14+. plus. However, I watched an episode today with Uncle Johnny, and there was a quick flash of a woman getting out of the shower, and there was frontal nudity. And I instantly went, Uncle Johnny, and like, like looking at him like, what, what, the, what, what, what just happened? What just happened? And he's yeah. looking at me, and I'm looking at him. Neither of us are looking at the TV. And I'm like, what the crap? This is a, four, a TV 14-rated show. So um, I added on there, it's also a TV rated for mature audience because uh, I was not told that on iTunes. Yeah, it was very unexpected. And I watched <laughs> the series before years ago. There hasn't ago, been anything like that. I don't like remember that. Yeah. that. I don't I don't think I finished it, honestly. I never could really get sucked into well, it. Well, so just parents that are listening, Cowboy Bebop, um, I really like the show, but if you're trying to get your kids into anime, that is not the show to start them on. So keep them far away. You should just stay far away. Just skip that episode. Anyway, um, Johnny, what have you been watching? Um, I Because I know you're really big in anime. Right, right. Uh, I just finished Demon Slayer, um, which I liked it. Um, probably, it's definitely not my favorite anime by any means, but if you haven't watched it, it is absolutely beautiful. Like, the art style and the colors are so vibrant. Um, they did an incredible job on that. Um, it's really, really unique. It gets dark sometimes because it's called Demon Slayer, and some of the demons are pretty frightening, but it's uh, it's an exciting show. Have you ever had nightmares because of it? Not yet. 
Not yet. Not yet. Has there been an anime that has given you nightmares? No. No. Maybe a couple King Kings. Um, oh. I told, I'm telling you, The Shining, that book. Mm. I mm-hmm. don't read. Anyway. Unless we make you. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, on Demon Slayer, how would you rate? I mean, you've watched a lot of anime, so how would you rate that one? Like, like would it be in your top five? Um, No, I would... Like, at one out of ten, I'd probably put it, like, a seven or so. Like, I enjoyed it. Um, it's not really necessarily one I want to rewatch. Like, I wouldn't put it, you know. For me, personally, I love One Piece. My wife and I are, I think, around 800 episodes in right now. I was say, doesn't that show have over 800 episodes? Oh, yeah. No, it has so many. Right now, we're in the Don Flamingo arc. Anybody's watched it. We, we're taking a break because we've been in the same fight scene for about 25 or so episodes. So, it's <laughs> one of those animes where literally, I mean, I, I know some um, Dragon Ball is like that, where they have several episodes in a row that is one fight scene and then it continues to the next episode and it's just one giant fight yeah no i'm, I'm talking about you know 30 episodes or so, or so on this one battle well there's like two battles two or three battles going on but they you know show two minutes of it on each episode and they recap what happened and it, it's rough i'm not gonna lie it's rough right now but the anime is still incredible cannot recommend it enough <laughs> so since you're on the show and i'm just curious for my own sake what would yeah. you consider to be your top Five anime, and I just give them to me quickly. You don't tell me why. Is just the give them plural to me. of anime, anime. It's not animes. I feel like it'd be anime. Anime. What kind anime. of anime? I feel like it's anime. Yeah. Okay. If you Continue. know the answer to this question, please write into yes. Hey Dad at DadsGamingCorner.com, <laughs> and we will be sure to cite you on next week's episode. So, top five. Top anime. five, real quick. All right, for me, um, Death Note for sure. That was the one I first got into. Love Death Note. Um, Attack on Titan. Uh, My Hero Academia. Love Attack on Titan. Uh, My Hero Academia, real quick. Definitely check it out if you haven't checked it out. It's huge right now. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, One Piece. And um, I really like Soul Eater. Soul Eater is really That was good. just a really fun. Like, that was just a fun anime. I really like that yeah, one. Yeah, Soul Eater. Um, you know, I've tried to get a few other adults to watch it, and they can't get past the first maybe two, three, four episodes because the voices are really high-pitched. It's so cartoony. Yeah. Very kid. Kitty. Yeah, yeah very kitty. Um, but I told him, I was like, you got to keep watching. It's not a matter of pressing through. It's a matter of watching the story unfold because there's a reason for all of that. And, and uh, no spoilers, but there's a reason for that, and they won't see it unless they keep watching. Yeah, that's a common thread with anime in general, you know, is that a lot of times they are very kitty, especially but in the Lord beginning. Death himself specifically yeah. is so, but there's a reason for that again. And I don't want to ruin it, but you need to watch. It's, it's a great show. It's definitely one of my favorites. And it's and it's it's not like anything else out there. Yeah, no, that's that's what I like, but it's very, very unique. unique. It's very fresh. Very unique. Um and that was also one of the first animes I watched. I didn't start watching anime till college, so all right. Well, let's go on and move on to the news. Jay, I think you've got this first piece yeah, for I'll us. I'll take the first one. Uh the Nintendo Switch is sold out everywhere. Uh, the Switch console is sold out at major online retailers, including Amazon, Best Buy, Target, Walmart, and GameStop. Uh, third-party sellers on eBay, Amazon, and Craigslist are selling Switches in mint condition for as much as 50 to 100% off the retail price. That is ridiculous. That's crazy. Um, yeah, Johnny, you had trouble getting a Switch recently. Yeah, I was going to say, so as of last week, that's when I was thought about getting it. Actually, my wife... This was my wife's idea so that since we're home all the time. Go Patty. Something to do together. Woo! So, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm excited about that. Um, <laughs> but we were looking online and everywhere, and everything was sold out. And um, checked, you know, Best Buy, Amazon, Walmart, Target. I even checked Fry's. Like, I was thinking everything I could think of. And then I just kind of checked randomly throughout the day. And then one time I checked, uh, this was last Friday, 
and it's Best Buy said they had some in stock. I was like, oh my goodness. So I ordered it. It said it'll be available to pick up uh, tomorrow, a week later, Friday. And I was like, you know what? Order it. I'm sure I'll find one before then, you know, and I'll just cancel it. Well, I ordered it, and then a little while later, I checked, rechecked it to see if they still have them in stock, and they were sold out. And then every day, about five times a day, I would, you know, go online, check anywhere else, Target. I woke up one morning, and Target said they had them in stock. So I went to go look at it, and then by the time I got there, around 8.45, they were all sold out. Um, wow. And now I'm sure if you go online and look, everybody's sold out. So yeah. I got really lucky. Well, when I was talking to you um, yesterday... <laughs> You were talking about, oh, I was, you were talking about coming over and everything else. And I was going to try to find you one locally myself. Mm -hmm. And um, there was, I checked, uh, yeah, I checked all the GameStops, Best Buy, Walmart, Target. And there was a Target in Grand Prairie, which is, you know, about 25 minutes from here. Mm -hmm. And I think they opened at 8. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they opened at 8. I, I called half an hour after they opened. It was like 8.30 or whatever. And because on their website, it said they had few in stock when everyone else is sold out. And, um. You know, I called him and I and I talked to electronics and I asked her. She goes, "No, we're all sold out." And I said, "Well, do you mind just double checking for me?" It says online that y'all have a few. She goes, "No." She goes, "No, we, we did have a few this morning, but as soon as the doors opened, we sold out immediately." That's crazy. Um, yeah, uh, my brother-in-law he actually lives over in L.A. and I had him checking some of the stores around there as well, and everything was sold out. So over let me there give you well. a, a, a little a little stat here. Um, when Animal Crossing came out, the weekend Animal Crossing came out, the Switch saw an increase of sales of 500% in multiple, I mean, in, in multiple markets. It increased over 100% in almost every market, but in some markets it increased as much as 500% in sales. Wow. Animal Crossing is selling consoles. And then obviously since everyone is you know forced to self-quarantine right now, um, the Switch has been the hottest selling console for, for three years now. It's even more so because people have time on their hands to play games so and this is a great game to get a it is great a, great game to take up time it, just, it really is it's lots of fun yeah. animal crossing even if you're you have one switch in your household and you've got like three kids you could still play you know up to four players i believe on one console yeah um and, and they all share the same island have the little tents and everything else and you know there's some limitations of course but it's still a fun experience all right, so next in news, we have uh, Super Mario Brothers is celebrating their 35th anniversary this year. Um, Congratulations. That's, that's huge, 35. That's, that's really, really cool. Um, there's some heavy rumors and speculations around this that Nintendo is planning to remaster many of their Mario games for the Nintendo Switch to celebrate the 35th anniversary. Some of the games in, um, in question that people are talking about from different industries would be Super Mario 64, Super Mario, which uh, I'll just say this if it's not obvious, um, if you didn't play, or I guess it wouldn't be obvious if you haven't played these games, but Super Mario 64, which came out on the Nintendo 64, Super Mario Sunshine, which came out on the GameCube. I That's a game that's kind of um, equally hate hated and loved by a lot. I love this game personally. It's one of my favorites. Uh, really enjoyed it. It came out on the GameCube. Super Mario Galaxy, which was the Wii's um, uh, Mario game, which is, again, great game. I mean, almost a perfect game. Um, and then Super Mario 3D World, which came out on the Wii U. These are among the games being listed to come out for the Switch for the 35th anniversary. And I'm just kind of curious um, what y'all's takes on that are. Jaden, you didn't grow up with Mario. Uh, your no, first I Mario, didn't. your first Mario was New Super Mario Brothers, the first one, the first New Super Mario Brothers yes. that came out on the Nintendo Wii. Yes. And wow. you and Jay, your friend Jay, used to play that all the time. All the time, yeah, we played that a lot. Um, you never played Galaxies, did you? The 3D one, uh, or, or did you? Well. Where he's running around on the planets yeah, yeah, and jumping. I, I know what it is. 
I know I've seen you play it. I don't think I ever played it, but I'd, I've seen it. I never really played it, though, you know? Your first real Mario game after New Super Mario Brothers would be Super Mario Odyssey. Odyssey for the, on the Switch. The Switch, yeah. Yes. Uh, Johnny, being that you grew up um, around some of these games, um, now that you own a Switch, does this excite you at all? Or is it just like, yeah, it's kind of cool, or could you care less? Um, no, I think this would be cool. Um, I really haven't played much Nintendo games since, uh, probably since the GameCube, because that's whenever, you know, the Xbox came out, and that's when I started hearing, you know, I've had all the Xboxes, and I've always had that. So, but, like, I'd be excited to see what happens. I'm not really holding my breath for anything. I'm just excited to play Breath of the Wild. The Mario, I've the Mario. wanting that forever. <laughs> the Mario games are some of the best games Nintendo's ever put out, period. I mean, they just are they're just good games they're really good games and so to get those brought to the switch would be incredible my only concern is how much they're going to charge because when they brought links uh you know legend of zelda links awakening which was the game boy advance i'm sorry the game boy and game boy color port to the switch it was a full price 60 dollars game now granted they completely overhauled the design uh they didn't just hd you know you know slap an hd code on it they actually redid the whole design but these can't be sixty dollars games each. I'm hoping they do like a collection bundle, and that's how they yeah, they be price them. Cool. Being that these are games that are some of these very old, you know, from the Nintendo sixty four, the GameCube, the Wii, and the Wii U. Um, how would you like to see these priced? So Mario sixty four. What do you what do we think is a good price on Mario sixty four? I don't know what that is. So <laughs> from that 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 is the um, is a sixty four bit uh, consoles before the GameCube. This is so old. it's old. This came out when I was a teen. Yeah. Oh, when you were a teenager? teenager? So this is old game. I have no idea. Yeah. I was still living at home when I bought this. This is a really yeah, old game? Yeah. Okay. You a so, GameCube. I mean, I honestly... Huh? I mean, you bought the GameCube when you were living at home. That's true. I bought the because GameCube Because Luigi's Mansion was the first game that we played that's when right. we bought it. And you were, you were, you yeah, were I was tiny, real yeah. small. I mean... It's hard to put a price on these games because these games are worth sixty dollars each. I feel each. like people they're would buy them for sixty dollars just to have it. I do, and that's here's the issue: as long as there's a huge audience to buy these at sixty each, that's what Nintendo's going to sell them for. Yeah, right? I think I don't know. Whenever they have like a remake, I personally I'm always think like around thirty dollars is a good price for it. That's just me. Like for I know as far as like PC, um, just because it's a remake. Well, if we work backwards right. on these, Super Mario World, I'm sorry, Super Mario like, 3D World, it was on the Wii U, already a 1080p game. Um, if they just bring, bring that over as a port, maybe polish it a little bit, there's not much work going into it. But here's the thing, most of the Wii U games coming to the Switch, they, they're bringing a lot of Wii U games to the Switch because Wii U just didn't sell very well. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm almost mm -hmm. guaranteeing you, I am guaranteeing you, that's going to be a $60 game. Oh, no, I'm sure they will be, but I think... What I would, I prefer to be cheaper, um, <laughs> but like thirty or forty dollars. That's I feel like that's be a better price. Which obviously though, if they can get sixty, they're going to so get sixty. So yeah. that's the that's the Wii U. Um, going back to the Wii, which is Super Mario Galaxy. Um, how much on that one? I mean, I feel like it wouldn't change. The price wouldn't change based on the game because they're oh. all remakes coming to the Switch. And everyone has their pre preferred game. So I don't think they would remake Super Mario World 3D because it would just, it's kind of like a new Super Mario Brothers. That's the one on U the Wii U, right? Right. And oh, then it came okay, over okay, to the okay, Switch okay, okay. at $60. Um, Super well, Mario 3D World, they're not going to add a whole, they'll add yeah. some stuff, but it'll definitely be a $60 game. Super Mario Galaxy is a near perfect game. All they need to do is up res that thing. It's like a 480p max game, I think, right now. Ew. Or, or 480e enhanced, I think. 
Um, if they could bring it to 1080p, it might still be 60, but I mean, just. I feel like they would charge 60 for all of these just because people oh. would pay 60. I know you. You would pay sixty for you all would these pay games. All in a I just to say you have them on the Switch. <laughs> I honestly, the I honestly would. Yeah. Over, I honestly would over time. It would take me time to build it back up. So, like for Super Mario sixty four on a sixty four game, um, I don't want to pay more than thirty bucks for that game. But you would. So okay, what if that one was sixty? All the other ones were cheaper. You if, would end up spending sixty dollars. If for Super that Mario three D World was sixty, I could see them possibly lowering Mario Galaxy to fifty. If they do that, that would mean Super Mario Sunshine. I would like to see that as a thirty or forty dollar game, but I don't see Nintendo making any of their games thirty bucks. No, yeah. I think the cheapest we'd see any of these would be forty dollars. I don't know. And there's an audience for it, though. That's the thing. There's an audience for it because here's the deal: you'll still put all the time into a really long and a very good game. It's not like you're getting some cheap remake. Yeah. So, because here's the thing: it's not like Johnny, you've bought this game three times already. This is a brand new game for you. Right. Coming out in 2020, possibly. Right, yeah, I guess I was thinking, like, would I buy it if I was, you know, really into, you know, all the Marios, you know, GameCube and everything, um, and you know, from them on. But I don't think I would, because, you know, they just came out with the Halo uh, Master Chief Collection, which, you know, Halo was, you know, that was the game I played for years, you know. For PC, it just came out on PC. Yeah, for PC, yeah, yeah, it just came out. And all my friends, you know, a lot of them bought it. Like, you know, and I was like, I've spent so many hours in every single one of those games, I have zero desire to do it. Just like when Wild Classic came out, it's like, I don't know. I do not want to go back down that rabbit hole, you know? So I guess what I'm looking at is that if you play Super Mario Odyssey on your new Switch and you absolutely love it and you're thinking, this is so good, I want to explore more of the Mario history. Yeah, you need to get that You're game, either hooking way. up a Wii, mm-hmm. which at most can do 480E, you know, enhanced edition, not even P, but E, using the, com- uh, the component cables and looking like junk on a 4K television where you can't even read the text because it's so low res, or you go out and buy it new in HD so it can be on your Switch. See what I'm saying? It's yeah, just, no, I, I can understand. see Nintendo getting away with selling these. Anyway, yeah. all right, let's move on from that. Right now, it's still speculation, um, but I'm excited for it anyway. So, uh, in other news, uh, some PlayStation news, and this doesn't affect just PlayStation. There were just two things that caught my eye, but this is we are seeing this across the industry as a whole. Uh, for PlayStation right now, though, The Last of Us Part Two and Marvel's Iron Man VR are among other games that are right now receiving indefinite delays due to COVID-19. Iron Man um, VR? Oh, I know. I want I want I, I want cool. I want to put on that mask. And when <laughs> I, I say mask, I'm not talking about the VR goggles. I mean Iron Man's Iron mask. Man's I want to put on that mask and I want to fly over New York and every other cool. city. Sounds amazing. Um, these are two games that have just recently been announced with in, uh, uh, indefinite delay. So it's just we're not saying when the the date is. Um, a lot of games have been um, majorly delayed. Consoles are selling out, and console, all kinds of stuff are being delayed right now because of COVID-19. And so um, this is the trend, and hopefully it can change soon. But um, for those of you all listening, I know a lot. there's a huge fan base on The Last of Us. Um, it's delayed, so hopefully we'll see it sooner than later. You know, Hopefully we'll see all this move away quick. So uh, one other piece of PlayStation news, and this is a cool thing to me because I'm a huge Commandos fan from way back on the day on PC. So let me just read you uh, what we have written here. It says that real-time tactics series Commandos has attained a cult status in recent years. And in addition to a PlayStation 4 remaster of fan favorite Commandos 2, publisher Calypso Media has announced that it started work on an all-new installment for the PlayStation 5. So this is not a remake. This is a brand-new game in the Commando series That's for so PlayStation cool. 5. That is so cool. 
And I'm hoping it's not a PlayStation exclusive, or if anything, it's just a time exclusive. Mm-hmm. It will eventually make its way over to PC or other other consoles. Uh, love Commandos. Yeah, those are so much fun. So much fun. Um, won't talk. Won't talk about it here just for the sake of time. But uh, it was a great game on PC. Uh, if you have a PlayStation, maybe you already play it right now. But do yourself a favor. Go Google uh, Commandos. It may even be on GOG. I'm not really sure. Um, that'd be a great way to, to buy it right now. So anyway, uh, Jay, why don't you take this last bit of news here right. about Xbox? Um, uh, yeah, Xbox. Uh, so following the release of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie on the Microsoft Store, uh, Microsoft is giving away a stunning Sonic-branded Xbox One X. Uh, to enter the contest, follow the Xbox Twitter account and retweet the post in the show notes. Yeah, so this looks really good. This, what do you guys think about this? Um, I don't really like it, to be honest. Shut your mouth. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's really blue. And I like blue, but it's just really, it's, really it's, well, blue. It's, it's bright blue. And it has a big Sonic on it, and it says Sonic. And this is the Sonic it. from the movie. It's from the, from the movie. It's movie. not It's not the old 16-bit no, 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 anime no, no, no. style. I was going to say, it might look better in real life because it's blue on a blue background. Dude, I think, yeah. it, looks, I think it looks sick. So that might Maybe. be part of the problem you're having is that it's blue on a blue background. Like It's very blue. Yeah, and the oh. controller is also blue. I like the controller. That's cool. I think the controller is cool. I, I don't know. I haven't I seen the, the movie yet either. So You haven't seen it? I have not been in theaters in a while. Uh, well, yeah. We're planning on going and then... When, when are you... Well, no, because like we have like tickets. Like we have memberships. You know, We have tickets. Oh, so we're yeah, like, okay, yeah. we can go to the movies. We're planning on doing it. And then yeah. it kept on getting pushed off. Yeah. Well, the um, we will have a link in the show notes to <laughs> officially enter the contest that Microsoft is doing on Twitter. And you can enter and maybe you can be a win of the blue blur for your yeah. Xbox. And this is an Xbox One X. So uh, I think it'd be cool. I mean, hey, yeah, I mean, it's an Xbox One X. So they do games cool fastest already. character on the fastest console on the market. There you go. There you go, right there. And I did check on Commandos. You can get Commandos 2 and 3 on GOG um, at GOG.com. If you're not familiar with that, it's GOG.com. And uh, you can get Commandos 2 HD Remastered for only $20, and I think that's totally worth it. It's a good game. A good thing about GOG is that you can put things on your wish list and pick them up from right there. So um, let's get on to our main topic for today, which is Indiana Games and the Raiders of the Game Awards. We like that title. Um, Actually, Johnny, you came up with part of that title. We were trying to figure it out because it was about indie games. And um, let me just talk about indie games here a little bit. Um, In the video game industry... An independent game, which is an indie game, refers to games typically created by individuals or smaller development teams, you know, the ones without the big financial support of a large game publisher, um, which is in contrast to most AAA titles. So like Madden football series, that's that's a AAA by EA. Um, EA's huge, you know, Bioware, huge. All of these other companies, huge. Um, Activision, I mean, there's just Blizzard. There's a bunch of them that are, you know, big title, I'm sorry, big publishers out there. Um, and in not just recent years, because indie games have been around since the beginning. Indie games is really you know, a game developed by one person or a small team. It's that They just don't have the financial backing that a lot of these other games do. What we are seeing now, though, are games like Celeste, Untitled Goose Game, Dead Cells, uh, Return of the Obra Dinn, and even Overcooked 2 that are among many of these excellent indie games that are being created. And what we're finding is that these games are actually winning awards that in the past were dominated by the AAA titles and these big studios 
And, you know, like Nintendo's winning them, Sega's winning them, EA's winning them, and now these little developer teams, you know, are winning it. It really is like a David versus Goliath uh, showdown is what we're seeing. And I'm not speaking against, you know, the big AAA titles. There's some amazing games out there. It's cool to see the little guy be able to stand up and win because of his creative talent and his vision. A lot of times you'll see more of the artistic vision in an indie game than you will in a corporate game because they can pull things off in an indie game. You're like... That was really cool, but on the corporate, you know, down the corporate ladder, they may say, "Well, it may turn off this type of fan, or this type of fan, or this type of fan," and then you know, so their their vision gets smaller and smaller, and they can't really flesh out what they want. Yeah. Um, just a little bit about indie games, uh, the rise of indie games. Again, they've been around for years, but at the end of two thousand four, beginning of two thousand five, Microsoft premiered several indie games as part of its Xbox Live Arcade program that was on the Xbox three hundred and sixty. And it was really the first platform to give indie games a time or a way to spotlight and to really uh, everybody can see what they have. Um, and, and again, platform to sell on. So I get distracted. Y'all are doing something over here and distracting me. I need to look my look my own way. Um, some of the games included, you know, right there at the end of tw- 2004, the beginning of 2005, uh, included games like Braid, Castle Crashers, Super Meat Boy, Limbo, and Fez. And to this day. Uh, that list right there of Braid, Castle Crasher, Super Meat Boy, Limbo, and Fez are still considered to be some of the best indie games of all time. Braid used a time mechanic where you could rewind time that you never saw before in games. Castle Crashers is still one of the best beat-em-up games or most sold we beat-em-up games game. of this time. We still play it. Yeah, it's the first game I break, break each one of you on. Um, break, break you in on. Sorry, that sounded wrong. <laughs> I break you on this game. Uh, Super Meat Boy, another great game. Great Limbo. Game. A great game. Um, it, this was huge for the indie scene, and it gave many independent developers the much-needed platform to really shine. So, uh, what are y'all's thoughts, and, or what? How have indie games impacted you, and just in general? What are some of your favorite indie games? Um, I know for me, um, some of my favorite indie games would be Super Meat Boy. That was probably one of the first that I really spent some st- uh, substantial time on. It's just you know a little red blob running, so much blood mm-hmm. and. Guts ever. It's, just, it's a yeah. great game. Like, you it's can't go wrong. It's not blood and guts. It's literally it's a slab. Blood. Super Meat Boy, you are a slab of uncooked meat. And when you hit the wall, you're just, there's blood. But it's not guts. Okay, right. No guts. It's no a guts. lot of blood. Come on, man. Um, And then FTL is another one that oh, I absolutely FTL. loved. FTL, um, Faster Than Light. Yeah, that's such a fun game. And all the different aliens and everything that you can have on that. Um, And then recently, actually finally caught up with everyone and started playing Bastion, which... If you haven't played, it has a narrator who is absolutely incredible. It just makes the entire game. Um, yeah. Yeah, Bastion's great. Jay, yeah, I actually you? haven't played that game in a while. Uh, all right. Yeah, so for me, uh, you know, um, <clears throat> um, I have to agree with him on Super Meat Boy. You know, I think I first, I had that on my old Xbox 360, didn't I? When I had a 360, like, yes. forever ago. Yeah, so that's that. That's when I first had the game, but um, you know now I don't have that Xbox anymore. So and now I have it on my Switch. So you know I played a little bit on the Switch. Um, another game that I played a little bit on my Switch is Ark: Survival Evolved. Now for anyone out there who's played Ark, you know there's not tons of people. I know you know people play it. I lots of people I know don't know what it is. So if you know what this game is and you've played it, you know how much fun this game is. It's uh, just to give you an idea what it is. It's Ark Survival Evolved, and they've had yes. several expansions come out since then. Yes, they so, have. Go ahead. So yeah, this game. So you you wake up as this dude or or woman, you know, based on 
You know, you create your character. You're either a dude or not a dude. So you wake up. I was a dude. You wake up as a dude on, on a beach, you know, and you wake up, your eyes open, you look at the sky, it's real bright, you know, you look at the water, you scratch your wrist because you have a thingy in your wrist. I don't, I haven't played Do the game. Do they ever explain that? It's like this gem. It's like they chipped you. I forgot. You chip your pets nowadays, so if they run yeah, away, you can find them. It's like so you scratch your wrist. gem right there. And then, it's a rupee from Zelda, that's what and it is. Then, yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> and then you get up, and basically you're on this island, uh, and you're on this island all by yourself, and there's dinosaurs everywhere, and saber-toothed tigers and mammoths, ma- mammoths, 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 and Mam-i. stuff like that. Yeah, not mammai. Oh, okay, mammai, <laughs> mammai, you my. No, but um, yeah. So you're just on this island all by yourself with all these dinosaurs, and you have to, you know, get resources and stuff to, you know, make a house, uh, make a fire. You know, you have to go hunt the dinosaurs. You can tame the dinosaurs. It's it's just a really fun game. You know, once you really get into it. It's lots of fun. That's been one of my favorites. I play that a lot on the Xbox. If anybody listening is curious about, well, I don't know if I've ever played an indie game. I know, Johnny, when I was talking to you this morning about it, you didn't know if you'd played any of them. So mm-hmm. there are literally hundreds and hundreds of indie games out there. And I, I if you are even a, a re, remotely a small gamer, I'm, I'm pretty convinced you've probably played an indie game in your time. I'm not going to list them all. There's too many. But let me list some of the m- more popular ones, at least currently right now. And, and I apologize in advance. I'm sure I'm going to forget or not name one of your favorites. But here's just a few of them. Uh, Braid, Super Meat Boy, Bastion, Cuphead, Minecraft. Minecraft is, some, is a game that people don't realize is you know was an indie game. Uh, Mahjong Studios and Microsoft bought them out. Rocket League, uh, The Stanley Parable, FTL, Untitled Goose Game, Downwell, Fez, Risk of Rain, Risk of Rain 2, The SteamWorld Dig franchise, that whole series, Shovel Knight, Overcooked, Forgotten Anne, Hollow Knight, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, Dead Cells, Celeste, Prison Architect, Firewatch, Golf Story, River City Girls, Ark, The Jackbox Party Games, uh, Stardew Valley, uh, Limbo, Ori, and the Blind Forest, uh, Super Hot, Super Hot VR, Beat Saber, Papers, Please. I mean, the list literally just goes on. There are hundreds and hundreds of hundreds, and of not just indie games, but of good indie games. Um, and a lot of times, you know, used to, you would, you would have uh, in, in the, in, you look at the, the year of gaming, there'd be like your staples of games, like maybe a really big one uh, right around the holiday season, right around Christmas, and then maybe you know, another one right as you go into summer. But then the summertime was just like in, in movies. The summertime tend to be maybe kind of a, there was a lull somewhere in there where all the good movies came out at first and you had nothing for a few months. With indie games, there's always something amazing coming out. Um, just because you look on the, on the on whatever your digital storefront might be and you see a game for 60 next to a game for $6, you might get the same amount of fun, if not more, out of that $6 game because some of these games are incredible. Yeah. Uh, how many hours did you pour into FTL, Johnny? What do you think? Oh, I don't know. I'll say at least, you know, 20, 30 hours. At I, least. Yeah. And that game I'm was, sure what, 10 more. bucks? Oh, yeah. No, that was that's definitely worth the money. 10 bucks. I mean, a game's, the game's nothing. Um, yeah. Uh, SteamWorld Dig. I mean, that game's $10. Yeah. Yeah. I don't start with me. You like it. Right. Whatever. SteamWorld Dig is an incredible game, and it's $10, and you can easily sink 25-plus hours into that. So just think about it. There's this, there's always this kind of debate on how much is a game worth, and is it are they charging too much? Well, if you go to see a movie and get a popcorn and a drink, you're spending more than $10 by yourself, and that's for two to three hours of entertainment, and then it's over, and you probably gain two pounds. Or you can spend 10 bucks 
and have 20 to 30s of entertainment, of good entertainment, good storytelling, incredible voice acting, some jokes thrown in there. Uh, it's just, there are some incredible indie games out there, and they really are taking over the game awards shows. You begin to watch the different award shows and follow the different gaming developer conferences and whatnot. Um, more and more, it's co becoming common that you're seeing uh, independent games, independent developers gaining the spotlight, which is, again, I'm not saying down with the big developers. I just think it's cool that the little guy is getting a shot. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, any other ones that you wanted to mention that you are talking about? Um, no. Oh, Cat Quest, actually. I just... Cat Quest. Cat Quest 1 and 2. They actually came... There's a second one now. Um, yeah, I wish I had that theme music ready right now. I know, that right? I love so the music good. for that game. So good. Yeah, but that game's lots of fun. You know, it's fun. You know, it's fun fighting in that game. It's a cool story, you know. There's lots of cat puns, so that's always cool. Cat Quest 1 is actually currently on sale right now. In fact, we should have mentioned this, but um, uh, Nintendo, as well as other uh, digital storefronts, are, are having massive uh, game sales. You know, games up to 80% off. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of games. We looked uh, this morning on the eShop, and there were over 600 games on sale in the eShop. Wow. Many, many of which that were 50% to 80% off. I mean, incredible, insane deals right now. Um, but yeah, so some of my favorites would be, you know, SteamWorld, which is all the SteamWorld. SteamWorld Dig 1, Dig 2, um, SteamWorld Heist, Hand of Gilgamesh. Uh, love those games. Hollow Knight is probably, if I had to pick one out of the SteamWorld, I would say SteamWorld 2. SteamWorld Dig 2 is one of my, I can't say which is my favorite, but it's one of my favorites. Hollow Knight, again, is one of my favorites. FTL is one of my favorites. Hellblade, Sinuous Sacrifice, one of my I can't believe that's an independent game. It's 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 incredible. It's phenomenal. Oh wait, is that the scary one? That, that game the girl is so walking scary. through no, and the voices. Scary. No. Yeah. Yeah, I actually had to stop playing that one night. I was up late and uh, my wife was already asleep and I was in the room by myself and I was like, I'll check this game out. Such a good. <laughs> game. It is so creepy. I actually stopped playing it. I was like, I'm gonna give this another day. Like, I need I need yeah, to get no. that. Uh, River City Girls. That's a beat 'em ups game. We've we, we did the interview yes. um, on this show, you know, the way forward, and it doesn't feel like an indie game. I mean, it feels like a full blown developer game. It's just an incredible game. And again, we mentioned it earlier, but Minecraft. Minecraft is one of those games that we started playing it on the PC in alpha. Mm -hmm. I think we paid twelve dollars for yep. it when it first yeah, came like out. That. Long uh, time when ago. When it first was coming out in alpha, not even beta, alpha. So glitchy. Oh, it, it, yeah, but such a good game. And it was made by just a team of players coming together. Um, so in looking at all these indie games that we love right now, and Johnny, I know you don't know what all is on the Switch right now, but as far as indie games go, are there any games that we've been talking about that we'd like to see come over to the Switch? So, for example, uh, two that spring to mind right away from me, I would love to see um, FTL faster than light on mm -hmm. Switch. I think it's That'd the per really cool. I think it's the perfect um, just in handheld mode. I think on TV it'd be fine too if they get the controls just right. Like maybe I know there's some precision pointing mm -hmm. like in the, the, the your crew members, but if you could maybe with the R trigger cycle between your four or five you know crewmates and with the L trigger just quickly toggle between all the rooms, that'd be a real fast. You know. Click, click over here, and three clicks over here, and you've, got, you've already highlighted and sent them over there. I mean, yeah, I, and you can also do, like, touchscreen on the Switch, too. Right. Uh, the, I just know developers struggle because they want to make sure they can give a good, you know, TV mode experience as mm -hmm. well. And I think if you use hotkeys, I think you could 
you could you could get it done pretty easily. Well, it'll be interesting to see how that goes, especially whenever you're trying to you know turn off oxygen and turn it back right. on. Because up to this people. point, we've only seen it oh, on PC and iPad. Is? Yeah, yeah, you know, oh, get invaded. Top down view where the ship's cut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good game. Really good game. Yeah, I would like to see that one come over. Um, Fez. Fez. Uh, man, I don't know how to describe Fez. Fez is incredible. <laughs> uh, Fez was PC only, and I had a Mac, and so I had to <clears throat> try so many different ways of getting it over to my Mac to be able to play it. Um, such a good game, though. And uh, the only way to describe it is that, let me just I have to show you with paper almost, but it's like you're, you're on a 2D plane. It's not 3D at all. But then you get this magic fez, you know, like Matt Smith's doc, Doctor Wears, yeah. Doctor Who. And you can be to the edge right here. I need to grab something that's over here. And so that what you do is you turn the map into 3D. Oh, that's cool. And now you're over there. Oh, I've seen gameplay of that. It's incredible. This little white guy with this colorful, you know, fez on. Um, I know development for that game was, it, there's, a, there's indie game, the movie. That you can watch if you're not if you don't know much about indie games and you want to get kind of a crash course uh, history indie game the movie I think there's a second one out there as well uh, but they follow the storyline behind Super Meat Boy uh, Fez and um, I think it's Braid um, definitely not it's definitely um, not for your kids to watch there's a lot of uh, language in the movie but it gives you a really cool background on on indie game development in itself and everything else so. Thought it was really cool, but um, any games that that we've talked about, you'd uh, want to see come to Switch. I don't think so. All the indie games that I play are already on Switch. Mm-hmm. Although I must say, um, you know, I played Ark on the Xbox a lot, and I waited forever for it to come to Switch, and it finally did. And when it came, it's junk. I got it, played it, and it's bad. I don't know. It looks terrible mm. on the Switch, and I was so disappointed because I was I waiting forever. I felt bad for, for you. Come. I was so disappointed. Like I, I don't even play it because it Ugh. just looks bad. And there's no reason so, for that. You look at a game like Hellblade, and, or any other game. You look at Hellblade, and it's just it's incredible how that yeah. game looks. And then you look at Ark, and I'm thinking, what? But you know what though? On the Xbox, and not not just a diss on Ark here, but oh yeah, no. But I am. I'm, oh, let me just well, be I'm honest. Not, I, I, I am dissing on it because even when it came out on Xbox, it was it in, it was in alpha and beta stages. That game was glitchy as all get out. It was pretty clean. And, yeah. and people were complaining all over the internet yeah. that instead, hey, why aren't you fixing Ark right now? Because what they were doing is, you know, they, you know, they were selling copies of Ark for early access. You know, like Steam does early access and whatnot. Uh, Microsoft did the same thing. And you could buy it. And then rather than finalize the game to it's out of beta... They went ahead and released a paid expansion pack for it. Oh, wow. So then people, it was called the Scorched Earth, I believe. So yep. then people were yep. paying for the Scorched Earth while complaining, saying, you haven't even fixed the first game yet. Yeah. Fix the game but before to be you sell honest, an expansion. It's worth, it. it's worth all the, the glitches. It's, it's definitely so much, much fun. It's so much better now on Xbox than it was when it first it's was so released. Much fun. But it needs, there's no reason why it needs so to be so bad So if you're going to play that game for the first time, I recommend playing it on Xbox first. If Absolutely. you can't, though, then you know, get it on Switch. It's I, I personally still think it's worth it. Yeah, it's a disappointment on Switch, unfortunately. And they have I have yet to see a, a sell price on that game. It hasn't dropped. Yeah. It needs to drop. Like, it's not worth the four, yeah. the full, was it $40 on it's Switch? It's worth it. 40 or 50 It's 40 on On Switch, I'm saying. Um, no, it's it's still worth it. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's move on to Indie Corner. All right, so today on Indie Corner, we're going to talk about three games. The first one being Conduct Together. And I said, Ooh, and you have to say together. Just yeah, you yeah, just played it. It's a fun it. game. 
So the Conduct series is actually on other platforms, but this specific, I can't say the word. This specific title of Conduct Together is exclusively on the Switch. Um, This game normally runs $19.99. Now, we don't have hours and hours logged into this game, but I am curious if we feel this game is worth $19.99. Currently, though, it doesn't matter, because currently... Uh, you can go and get this game almost for free. It's on the Nintendo eShop here in the U.S. for one penny. Definitely worth a penny. One penny. I don't understand it, but it's one penny. You don't. You, you know. You don't even have to pay taxes on that game. Yep, tax free. It's a tax free game. <laughs> it's one penny. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, what are y'all's thoughts about Conduct Together? So that game was actually a lot of fun. That was you the, and I had a blast. That was the first game it. I played on the Switch today. First game you played on Switch. Um, it's really fun. You're able to play two people. You know, play with two people, so one guy controls the uh, trains, you know, stopping and going, and the other one controls the track. You know, you can change the direction, change, you know, the path that the train goes on, and you have to dodge, you know, other cars and other trains. Um, surprisingly fun game. I was kind of hesitant to buy it at first because I he didn't was really hesitant know. Even though over it was a penny. A penny. It's, it's a penny. It's a penny, man. John, Uncle Johnny has always been I think tight. I found a nickel earlier. I can just... No, that's what I said. I'm going to start looking for change on the ground. You yeah. Know? So that way, like, oh, it's a new Switch game. So, so when Johnny was loading up his Switch, it was a constant deal of, well, this is two dollars or two pennies. <laughs> or if it's two dollars, that's 200 pennies. And I'm thinking, dude, shut up. I'll give you a $5 bill just to buy you 15 Yeah, games. I started measuring everything in pennies and uh, and a special bonus points if I didn't pay tax on it. Because it's like, oh, it's tax-free. This is awesome, you know. Um and then I start paying taxes, and it wasn't as fun anymore. So uh, on yeah. the on the on the official page, it says Conduct Together is an addictive game of explosive railway action that will challenge your inner conductor. Uh, conduct everything yourself, or hand a Joy-Con controller to a friend for a hectic teamwork of commanding trains, switching tracks, and avoiding collisions in increasingly challenging action puzzles. And I didn't realize this, but you can play this with up to four people for the ultimate party game. This game will make friends or break game uh, break friends. Uh, yeah. it, it was fun. I had a blast. Yeah, it was lots of fun. Yeah, it was really fun. We we didn't really play it that long. We just got out of the first um, I guess map region or whatever and started the next one. We got up to controlling three trains mm-hmm. and I think four railroad crossings. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it was it was surprisingly it fun. Hard. Yeah, it's harder than I thought at first. So like, how would you so I was looking at reviews online and this game was getting anywhere between sevens to nines. Uh, you know, how would you rate this game? Um, I would definitely give it a solid eight. Solid eight. I'm giving it a, a good solid seven because it hasn't been glitchy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's simple graphics, but they look good. Uh, it's charming, the music is charming. And when you feel like you've got everything down just right, and then you see this train that's three times your size, this big freight engine that's bearing down on you last minute, and you kind of jerk, and it explodes, and you're like, ah! It's, it, I'm like, I want to play it again. Yeah, you know, like, we're not very far in it, but every we time... We haven't gotten frustrated to the point of just throwing the controllers down. N- not yet. Not yet. Um, <laughs> but, like, every time we, I start feeling like, okay, you know, I got this down, they throw in, you know, a new idea, like a new yeah. concept like that up. One of the levels, they have a tunnel that cars can go oh, into. Oh, yeah, yeah, But you can't see them when they're in there, so you have to kind of, so like... So you just have to guess when they're going to be out of the tunnel or, like, where they're at in the tunnel. Yeah, but it, it gave it a fun, you know, extra component yeah. and suspense. Yeah, if you want to risk it, you know? So you can pick up Conduct Together on the Nintendo eShop right now for one penny, normally $20, and it is rated E for everyone, so go check that one out. The next one we're going to talk about is Serial Cleaner. You can find this one on Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and Steam. Basically, it's everywhere. And so this is serial as in 
S-E-R-I-A-L, my mishap earlier when I said serial killer. Didn't mean to say that. It's a serial cleaner. Uh, this game normally runs for $14.99 on the Nintendo eShop, and currently it's on sale for $1.49. Or in other words, uh, almost 1,500 pennies. That's a lot of pennies. No, that's no, no, that'd be fifteen dollars. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's normally fifteen hundred pennies. Take my pennies away. Huh? It's almost fifteen hundred <laughs> pennies on sale for one hundred and forty nine pennies. There we go. That's still a lot of pennies. Dollar forty nine plus like oh what, 12 my pennies goodness. For and this is on like I said every platform out point. there. And so this is a game I've had my eye on for a long time, as well as others that I've I've known. I finally picked it up today, and I am so glad that I did. Um, I thought that you were a uh, you know, so a serial killer, you know, I'm trying not to be graphic here. We have kids that listen to the show. You know, somebody who's going out there and... Um, killing cereal. Yeah, killing cereal. Honey nut Cheerios. They just can't get enough of those Honey Nut O's. I hate but, those. Um, so serial cleaner, I'm thinking, okay, you're 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 killing and cleaning. And I, I guess I read the description wrong somewhere, but that's not it at all. Johnny, why don't you give us the, uh, dis- you know, the great description of this game? So this game is actually really fun. Uh, first off, the music, the style—it's straight something out of the seventies. Like, it's just—it's awesome. While Johnny was playing, I was in here going like a waka 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 waka, just like out of the seventy movies. Or like, here comes the car chase, and he'd be doing something. And I'm like, killer, and just going with it. It just it seemed like a seventies movie. It was just amazing. Yeah, and like the dialogue, so good. Whenever you talk to uh, your clients, I guess you call them. It's just—it's golden. Um, and basically what you are is you clean up your, um, you work with, I guess the mob, they don't specifically say that. And, uh, you go and you clean up their, um, after mess. You get clients that call you and say, Hey, we need, we need you for a job basically. Yeah. And, uh, there's police there and you have to avoid their line of sight and, uh, you can hide in boxes. It's, it's kind of like commandos in that way. It is kind of, it, it, it very much has the same cone of sights and everything yeah, and does. the colors change depending on the you. can hide you. under things. Um, it's like commandos, except you pick up bodies. Well, you can pick up bodies in commandos, too. So let me read the uh, description here <laughs> on the website. It says, step into the polished shoes of The Cleaner, a professional crime scene cleaner for the mob. There's no business like the cleaning business, and right now, and right now <laughs> business is booming. I'm sorry. There's no business like the cleaning business, and right now business is booming. Sneak around crime scenes, avoiding detection from uh, the guarding cops as you vacuum up blood, hide bodies, and remove evidence in the 70s style. I would say you can also vacuum outside around your house. So that's that's, that's a fun concept. Fast-paced 2D action stuff. I don't get the joke. I don't know. He was losing it the whole time I was playing it. Like he just, he loves this game. It's a great game. Oh it is so gosh. much fun. Okay, hold on. I gotta, I gotta compose myself. This game is hilarious, and um, like you were, t- it was so funny watching you play because you go and like he, there was a, like uh, he had to go to a crime scene, and there was a you know there's cops all over the scene, and it's it's, it's the, the sound, the artwork, everything. It's it's right there in smack dab in the seventies, and. Uh, you know, his guy, his, his cleaner runs over there, grabs a gun, and then the dialogue says, I'll put this, or what it says, I'll put you in my pocket, yeah. or I'll put you in my pocket. And, you, you know, I'm like, this is just funny. <laughs> and then when he gets a body, he throws him over his shoulders, and then he's like hunkering down, and he's trying to run back to the car, and the cops will always outrun you. And it's just, yeah. and then you are vacuuming up the blood. <laughs> like, there's the level, I mean, I don't know, it was like level three or four, and I'm thinking, I, you know, the... The artwork shows the guy with a giant mop in his hands. At least that's what I've always envisioned it being. 
And you're over there, and you hear the vacuum. <laughs> and a cop's standing right next to you, but his back's to you. So obviously he can't see you. But I'm thinking, why can't the cop hear you? <laughs> and you're just vacuuming up all the blues. Oh, yep. do yourself a favor. Go Sounds buy like this game. game. Yeah, one thing I'll add is once you do oh pick up the goodness. bodies, you have to run oh back. Goodness. And you just throw them all in the back of the trunk. Like You just throw, no matter how <laughs> many bodies there are, you just keep throwing them in there, no issues. And then if the cops, you know, they start chasing you, you can just hide in a box and they have no idea where you go. Like they'll be right behind you. You jump in a box, you're gone. You're invisible. <laughs> this game is rated M for mature. Um, we didn't see a whole lot in it that would warrant that rating other than there's a lot of blood. It does say drug reference, uh, strong language, and violence. I didn't see any language. And so there's no spoken audio in this game. Everything is well, you text. You don't see language. Uh, if it's text. It's text. That's what Ooh, I was about to say. What's a good point? Let me Got finish. Him. I didn't hear that. I, I didn't think of that. Young one. Yeah. Anywho, uh, there's no spoken language, so we didn't hear anything, but um, I didn't see any language in it either. Um, and so I'm sure the majority of it is the the massive amounts see of... See any language? Okay, That's think, like saying I didn't smell any orange. Think about... If like, you, I didn't smell any red. If you've seen the now Kill... You smell oranges. If you've seen any of the no, Kill Bill movies... <laughs> Yes, you can smell oranges, Jay. Okay, fine. That's like saying you, I, like you didn't smell any purple. Did you smell any purple? Purple grapes, yes. No, you're adding purple stuff. plums, yes. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Just continue. Jaden, can you see purple? I can. Kind of. Yes. Mostly. <laughs> Low blow. You're just making fun of me because I'm colorblind. Low blow. <laughs> rude. That was rude. Shame on me. Yeah. Um, this game is almost like if you've seen one of the Kill Bill movies, and I mean you don't see it happening, but imagine being the person who has to clean up after one of those fight scenes in Kill Bill with the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> with the <a laughs> vacuum cleaner. <laughs> oh my goodness! Anyway, uh, let's uh, Jay. What would you or Johnny? I'm sorry. What would you rate this game as? I don't know. We're in a couple of too early. Um, too early. It's fun. It's a really. I'm going to give it game. a solid eight for me. I am looking forward to playing this game like. Start to finish, like not taking any breaks. This game is, it's tight. Yeah, like I think the controls, everything about it are tight. So, anyway, fourteen ninety nine. I think it's well worth the normal asking price. But right now, you can pick it up for a dollar forty nine. So go get that. And if uh, you hear that train, right there, if you can hear that, that means we're talking about the last game on our list, which is O T T T. I got to count that. O T T T D D O T T T D. O-T-T-T-D. There we yes. go. O-T-T-T-D. Say that three times fast. No, thank you. It stands for Over the Top Tower Defense. Uh, this game is on the Nintendo Switch, and it's on Steam for you know for Windows, Mac, whatever. Uh, this game is normally $8, and on the Nintendo eShop right now, you can pick it up for $1.19. This game is great. Uh, again, I, I, it's rated teen, but I'd give it a solid 8 out of 10. Um, I love over uh, over the top. I I, I kind of am over the top actually. Yes. If you know mm-hmm. me, I kind of be over the top of about a lot of things. But anyway, we're not going there. Just a little. It bit. just means that I'm a passionate person, Jay. Yeah, I understand. I love you. Okay. I'm passionate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, y'all heard it on the air. He said okay, but his his eyes say something different. Anyways, moving on. We're gonna move on. Um, I love tower defense games, and if you you know on on the iPhone. Um, what was it called? I don't remember what it was called. But on the iPhone, that's on the tip of my tongue, there was a tower defense game. Uh, they all, the, 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 uh, the, Tiny the icon. Towers. The, was it called Tiny Towers? I don't know. The icon had guys in red, Jaden, do you remember, or Johnny, do you remember this? They had red little jackets on and army helmets. Oh, it is like in a giant field. 
It was right? the yes. It was the oh! it was the first tower defense oh, game. Hold on, oh. hold on. It was the first tower defense game that you could really play that wasn't stuck to a grid. Battlefield. Battlefield. I used to love that game. One of the all-time best tower oh, defense I games that. ever. Yes, that game was so much fun. Tower defense games require you to play according to a grid, and that one didn't. Yeah. And it was on the iPhone. I spent countless hours on my iPhone. That game was playing so that game. so much fun. So uh, OTTTD stands oh, for Over I the Top Tower game. Defense Game. And let me tell you, this game is over the top. Uh, the way they do upgrades. It, when they first throw you into the game, they literally throw you into the game. The, the guys, the tutorial guys yelling at you. The music's loud. Things are happening fast. Uh, and what I like about it, it's, it's unique in the fact that you have your towers that you can build up for your defense. But then you also get these little like super duper commandos that can also fight alongside the towers, but then they can walk over and buff the towers. They can repair the towers. They can buff the towers. Um, so it's not just the towers. You've got one or two guys or three or four as it goes on that you can upgrade their own abilities. Anyway, for for $8, it's definitely worth Dang, it. But right I, now it's $1.19. So yeah, you need to get this game. I remember playing that on you, my phone. You need to get this game. I think you'd really, really like it. So oh. and you can get it for $1.19. Graphics are great. It's comical. Pennies. It's fun. Um, they they describe this game as a tower defense slash RTS game with RPG elements. What oh, and that? I didn't know this. This is Wait. from the team behind What's... Death Squared and Super One More Jump. And I love Death Squared. What were you going to say? I was just saying it's 119 pennies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. What's uh, um, RTS? Real-time Real strategy. strategy. Okay, thanks. Jinx. You want me to go go buy me a vanilla Coke? Mm. If I go, they may arrest me for stepping outside my house. You go. Right. What? I do have a letter saying I'm essential. You have a letter saying you're essential? I am. Okay. Somebody's smacking on the microphone. and Somebody's playing with papers in the microphone. I'm playing with papers. All right. So anyway, <laughs> uh, again, they, uh, so this game, Over the Top Tower Defense, describes itself as a tower defense slash RTS game with RPG elements. Uh, take command of Hero Corp and launch a preemptive defensive campaign against Parallel Dimensions in OTTD, the most outrageous tower defense title. I think it's great. I think you need to buy it. For sure. Do it. Do it now. Go buy it now. Especially so. for only $1.19. I know. I know. That's going to bring us up to our our closer for tonight's show. Today's show, this, uh, this is for the week of Thursday, April 2nd. 2020 uh we do recognize that the show is coming out uh i guess if by the time you're gonna be hearing this it's almost three almost three days late actually yeah um and last week's episode was two or one or two days late and with just with COVID 19 and having kids home trying to rearrange school schedules and everything and everybody working from home it's been a little hectic and by the time we remember oh crap we got to record a show it's already 10 o'clock at night and you're tired and i'm tired and it's like we're not going to do a good show. So uh, we apologize, but we will do our very best for next week to be um, more on base with what we need to do. So, But before we close the show, Johnny, I think there's a little uh, something that you would like to say for your wife. So let me give you a little mood music here. Oh, wow. That's, uh, that's nice. That's nice. Tonight. Go ahead, Johnny. Why don't you uh, tell your wife how you love her? Um, all right. No, no, no you got to do it like this. Patty. Oh, you got to do a sexy voice. You got to do the deep voice. Hey, babe. <laughs> just want you to know that uh, I love you. And uh, I'm really excited to be able to 
get the switch and spin something that's very important to my heart that we can share and cherish together. Te amo. That means I love you in Spanish. I learned that because I'm taking <laughs> Spanish this year. Good job, buddy. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, Johnny, thank you for joining us on the show this week. <laughs> no I hope Patty absolutely loves that. You have to let us know what she says. I, I, do. I, want, I want to see her face. You need to take a, like a picture or a video of her <laughs> watching that. So, um, guys, that's going to be it for today. This is episode 13. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Remember, you can follow us. <clears throat> Excuse me. You good? You can follow us on Twitter at DadsGC as well as Facebook at facebook.com slash dadsgamingcorner. And make sure you drop us a line at heydad at dadsgamingcorner.com. As always, you can find links to everything that we're talking about in the show notes right there in your podcasting app. It's super cool as you're listening just to be able to click right there. And if you like the show, please you know help us out. Leave us a, a review and a and have a five-star rating on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And as always, if you'd like to help the show, you can do so via Patreon at patreon.com slash forward slash dad's gaming corner. And that is a wrap. Jay? That is a show. That is a show. You need to say goodbye. We'll see y'all next week. Y'all have a good week. John? Thank you for joining us. <laughs> it was lots of fun. <laughs> We're just going to end this thing like just right now. Just end it. Well, we're going to try to end it. Where's the thing at? Oh, we can't end it. We can't end it. How do you end? Ah, uh, here's how you end the show. Hey.